the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Speaking of uh, China, the Winter Olympics have closed with, uh, well, shall we say, mixed reviews. Uh, From a TV standpoint, an absolute disaster. A ratings disaster for NBC, who paid, uh, boy, I thought I had it right here on the front page, uh, $7.75 billion. $7.75 billion to get the exclusive rights to broadcast on the American media the um, Olympics. Almost $8 billion. I have no idea whether they lost money, but they certainly didn't make a lot of money. The ratings were dismal compared to previous years. Uh, Through Tuesday, the Associated Press said an average of 12.2 million people watched the Olympics on primetime cable or the Peacock streaming service, which is a 42% dip from the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea. 42%. Now, that was over all of their platforms, NBC, cable, Peacock, and so forth. If you reduce that to NBC alone, it drops to 10 million people watched, which is a 47% drop from 2018. And in the uh, famous 25 to 54 age demographic, viewership was down 57% from the uh, previous Winter Olympics. A lot of controversy, uh, probably more controversy than any modern Olympics. And uh, viewership was, was, was terrible. Uh, There were parts of the Olympics that were enjoyable. Uh, Now, Joy and I didn't boycott. Uh, We didn't make a whole lot of special attention in trying to view it, but we we didn't boycott it. And the reason is the athletes. The athletes, hey, listen, the athletes are not responsible for all the controversy about communist China and so forth. The U.S. government should never have participated in the Beijing Olympics. Never. Our government should have said, we will have nothing to do with 
sports activities in a country with such absolutely pathetic records on human rights. We shouldn't have been there. That's my personal opinion. I feel strongly about it. The United States should not have been there. Instead, we had a um, diplomatic boycott. Whoopie-doo-ding-dong. The president didn't go. He probably wouldn't have gone anyway because of COVID and whatever. So we had a diplomatic boycott. Big deal. And it was the athletes that were caught in the middle. And uh, that's why, yeah, we watched. Again, probably not nearly as much as we would normally. I love. I have always loved watching the Olympics. Always loved watching the Olympics. Just found them to be fascinating. Uh, I had less interest in watching these Olympics than probably any other Olympics of my lifetime. Filled with controversy, dismal ratings. And uh, again, it's the athletes who have spent so much time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears to compete uh, that were caught in all of the political turmoil and controversy and so forth. And I felt sorry for them. Um, I really did. But anyway, all right, Ukraine. I said last week, if you were listening Thursday, Friday of last week, I said, eh, they're not going to invade. Uh, I think there's going to be a standoff so that Biden can look good and Putin can look good. Well, I don't know whether anything has changed. Russian troops have indeed uh, entered parts of Ukraine. But here's what the press is not doing a really good job of reporting. These are disputed areas of Ukraine. Several Eastern European countries have portions of the country where there are border disputes. Let me illustrate it. Uh, Most of you know that I've been to Moldova 20, 21 times um, over the years, speaking at youth camps, conferences, and so forth. Well, I think it was, I can't remember, it was either the first trip or the second trip, I was arrested in Moldova. Yeah, well, yeah. We went to an area, I went, well, I went someplace that doesn't exist. Say what? Yeah, I went someplace that doesn't exist. I went to Transnistria. You won't find it on the map. If you pull up an atlas, if you pull up a map, and you look up um, uh, Moldova, you will not see Transnistria. Transnistria is a little sliver of land over on the west side of Moldova. And uh, I don't remember the exact uh, dimensions, but it's it's kind of long and very narrow. Moldova is a very small country anyway. This is a very small sliver of of Moldova where the people are Russian sympathizers. They want to go back to Mother Russia. They have forever. And so several years ago, they decided we're going to secede. We're going to leave Moldova. We're going to become a part of Russia. Well, here's the problem. 
Russia didn't want them. And they had already basically seceded from Moldova. And so they put up an artificial border and they declared that they were Transnistria. Nobody recognized them. Moldovans didn't. The Russians didn't. Uh, There was a time when Moldova was going to attack and fight to get them back. And finally, the Moldovans said, eh, go on. Just, Just do your thing. Just leave us alone. Well, when we cross the border and there are armed guards at the border, again, it this doesn't exist on the map, but it exists in reality. We came up to the border crossing. We had some Christian materials, discipleship books, some Bibles, and so forth. We were arrested. Yep, at gunpoint, machine guns held at our heads. And uh, we were detained at the local police station for several hours. It's a long story. I don't think we were ever in any real danger. But uh, not only did I visit a place that doesn't exist, I was arrested in a place that doesn't exist by police and border guards that don't exist. (laughs) Well, Ukraine has some areas larger than Transnistria, but they are Russian sympathizers, Russian nationalists, and they've kind of declared their independence from Ukraine. And Russia, in this case, has said, come on home, come to Mother Russia. And they have recognized these portions of Ukraine as part of Russia, but Ukraine has not identified them as part of Russia. Ukraine is continuing to claim them as a part of Ukraine. I I hope I haven't confused you. When you see that Russia has invaded, they have moved into these portions in Ukraine that have declared themselves to be independent from Ukraine anyway. And uh, Putin has said that uh, uh, he's moved the uh, troops in as peacekeepers. And don't you believe it? So, President Biden is saying the invasion has begun. Well, Russian troops are on Ukrainian territory. But you need to understand the backstory of Ukraine. So, we will keep an eye on it. What's going to happen? Don't know. All right, we'll take a break. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And we are back on Bob Bernie Live. About to wrap things up on this Tuesday afternoon. But we dare not wrap things up until we uh, 
talk to Mark in Columbus. Hey, Mark, welcome. You're on Bobberty Live. What's happening in Mark's world today? I should say not. After last Friday, when you were, where were you, Bob? You were in Florida? Last Friday? Who, me? Last Florida? Yeah, you. Yeah, I was you. on the air last week. I was I off know. yesterday. Was it what? I was off yesterday, but I was on the air last week. Uh, uh, yes, but uh, yeah. I called and, and I said, it's Friday, and I get to talk to Bob about anything I want. And <laughs> the, uh, the screener said, oh, yeah, we'll get you on. We'll try to end. And then he came back on and said, oh, I just can't get through to him. You know, he's got to answer his text. And I said, well, that's kind of par for the course. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know where anyway, you were. <laughs> I Well, anyway, um, well, yeah, yeah, it's a long story. And I no, I, I didn't right. I didn't look at my text like I was supposed to. And if you were affected, tough. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, oh, I was the first. The first one was one I was expecting, frankly. But, uh, <laughs> All right. Hey, you want to talk anyway, about Ukraine? Well, mostly I was listening to your story about that place, Transyl Transnistria. Transnistria. Okay. Okay. You're, you're sticking to your story. I just I just thought about Joe Biden, and you know he goes off on these stories sometimes, and. And he's getting old, and and I thought, well, <laughs> nobody nobody's ever heard of it. Well, huh? well, well, yeah, yeah. Who else do you know has been arrested in a place that doesn't exist by police that don't exist? Huh? How no, many people? Uh, well, there's some people that have been taken up by aliens that you know you just think. Hmm. <laughs> well, let me tell you. I, like I said, I I don't think we were ever in real danger, but their machine guns were very, very Jeez. real. Yeah. And uh, my my traveling companion was a friend that I've known for many years, and wow. I and he was he was petrified. Oh, I'll bet. he was he was absolutely petrified, and he he needed to use the restroom, oh, and no. he asked the guys, oh, no. and they said yet. Yet, no, no, no. and they right. pointed a gun at him, and he goes, "Okay, okay, well, uh, that's fine. I don't need to go to the bathroom." And right. we, uh, we had to call a pastor in Transnistria who came to the border and basically, well, he basically bribed him. He paid oh, our way yeah. through, but we got to keep our Bibles and our discipleship materials. They said they were going to keep those. Uh, uh-huh. We got to keep them because we were actually going to a church in Transnistria okay. to do discipleship training, and we were able we were able to do that. Oh, good! You got to do that. That's good. We did. It was in the winter. Right. It was cold, cold, cold. Very, very, very cold. But and the church okay. that we went to had no heat. Oh, when did your friend finally get to use the bathroom? <laughs> well, after we were released. We oh, were there. No, uh, I awful. don't know. It was it was six or seven hours that we were detained. Jeez. They didn't say we were arrested. They said we were detained for uh, contraband. Yeah. The uh, the Christian materials they said were contraband. So. Oh yeah. man, the, the closest it was, it I was, ever came. Go ahead. I was just going to say it was a very interesting experience. It really was. Oh yeah, I was in Honduras. 
in after Hurricane uh, Mitch was it? Uh, and in in '99 and uh, Hurricane Mitch was in '98. If I'm getting the right hurricane, um, and we were rebuilding the uh, we we built uh, concrete little houses for the people that had lost their homes and everything. And yeah. anyway, after after my church left, I stayed for a while to collect some specimens for where I work. And uh, I was off by myself, and I went down the hill uh, down below this pineapple field. And uh, all of a sudden, somebody said, hey. And I looked up, and there was these three guys. Uh, well, actually, one of them was a woman. Lieutenant was a woman. And then there was two guys in, in fatigues, and they were carrying AR-15s and and uh, I, I, boy, I uh, thought to myself, huh, well, I hope this turns out all right. And, <laughs> and <laughs> as it turned out, they just wanted to make sure I was all right because I'd parked my vehicle up on the top of the hill there. And, and uh, but that's, you know, that was not that bad. It was, uh, well, it, was interesting. It, gives, it gives you interesting stories to tell. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So I could, anyway, I Bob, could, I could really exaggerate that story, but nah, yeah. no, it was, it was, it, it was, it was honestly no big deal. We were held right. at gunpoint, but I don't think we were ever in danger. Well, you, you're over there though, man. I just, oh, wow. I think, you know, right next to Russia and everything and. Oh, well. <laughs> just, yeah, well. It would be. Uh, all right. Hey, I got to go, yeah. Mark. Thanks for calling. Okay, Good to talk to nice you, talking. always. All right. Hey, thank you for joining me, folks. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Lord willing, talk to you tomorrow. But please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.